0: A couple of days back, um, Bishop Barris was interviewed by a popular Catholic speaker called Chris Stefanik. And he was interviewing Bishop Barris on a seven-week Lenten program that he had, which is based on a popular series called The Search. And during the course of the interview, he asked Bishop Barris a question. He, he said, Bishop Barris, um, if somebody came up to you and, and, and said, given the situation today that the church, there are scandals, uh, there's many, you know, the church is not perfect, um, many things going wrong in the church, why do you still go to church? Why should I still go to church? What will your answer be? It's it's a question that each one of us should ask ourselves. If somebody came and told, why why do you go to church? There's so much abuse. What is your answer? I believe the answer lies in the cross. And today, on this Good Friday, that is what we are gonna be venerating, the cross. A lot of the times, the cross is a symbol. It can become a symbol that we put in a building, in our houses. Maybe we wear it as a pendant. Maybe we put it on our you know, clothes. Today it's also a fashion symbol. It can become a harmless and pious symbol. But is that what the cross is? It's when the cross, the wood of the cross, and human flesh come together, it becomes what we call a crucifix. But in order to understand what it truly means, we have to go back and understand what is crucifixion. 2,000 years ago, Romans, it was actually even before the Romans, the Persians introduced something called crucifixion. Um, it was it was the worst kind of um, punishment that anybody could get. So what is, what did crucifixion involve? It involved initial scourging. The person was scourged. There's a lot there's a loss of blood. Then the person had to carry the wooden crossbar, or whatever crossbar, to the place of crucifixion. So by the time the person reached this place, the person is exhausted. And then the person was either tied by ropes or nailed to the cross said they did not i mean the nails were not driven through the palms but through the wrist because the palms could not hold the weight of the body and the torture and obviously this this once um the person was nailed the, the cross was lifted up and the torture included asphyxiation, which is a loss of breath, but it also involved exsanguination, loss of blood. So a combination of the two, a loss of breath, loss of blood, created this great torture that this person went through. And to add to all of that, Humiliation, right? Well, the, the, the gospels tell us that Jesus was, you know, had a linen cloth. But it also could be that it, the person was naked. Imagine, naked, standing in front of, you know, a public space. That itself is a humiliation. But that, in the midst of torture, in the midst of all the pain that, that you're kind of going through, um, you know, we kind of hear about this taking place in Mount Calvary. So it, it seems like this is a mountain far away. Nobody is there. It's just Jesus and, you know, and these soldiers. But no, I mean, Mount, Cal, Mount Calvary was at the, at the city wall, at the gates. People would, everybody comes in and out through the, through the gates of the city, so open to, to all the public and therefore this kind of treatment, a punishment was reserved for the lowest members of society, the slaves, the most horrible um, offenders. And so there was a lot of shame involved. So if this, is, if this is true, it's a lot of shame and the worst punishment that could happen, that, that could be given to a person, why are we here today? Why are we here to venerate this cross? Well, we're here today to venerate this cross because Jesus did not remain in the tomb after death but he was risen and that's why we are here and that's why we hold the cross high up proudly. So what what are some of the reasons for us to hold the cross? One, it reveals to us our own sinful nature, God coming to us. And what is our response? We kill him. We kill him through our sins. So it's, and, and, and um, as sinners, when we sin, we wanna hide. We wanna deny, we wanna justify. But we constantly remind that this is what God is, what we are doing to Jesus when we hold on to sin. We are killing Jesus. The second thing that the cross um, reveals to us is is also in in another perspective, we're telling others that um, that if you do anything to me, if you hurt me, this is gonna be my response. My response is gonna be the cross. Just like Jesus, out of love, gave himself totally That will be my response. And we can look at that in the many mottos of the church who died for their faith. We're we're telling, and every martyr is telling, God's love is more powerful than anything that this world has to offer, than anything that this world uh, wants to throw at us. Today, as we know, it's difficult to be people of faith in a public space. It requires a lot of courage. It requires us to hold out the cross, and to live the cross. Uh, one of the um, martyrs that that, could, that, that comes, comes to mind is Father Miguel Pro. He's a Mexican martyr from the Cristero Movement uh, in Mexico. So he was born to a wealthy family, uh, when there was a revolution in that country he flees later he uh, is ordained a priest and when he and he returns back to Mexico and tries to um, um, keep the faith alive because the the regime at that time is crushing the Christian faith finally he's hunted down he's accused of of uh, plotting to assassinate the leader of the country, and it's finally execution time, and um, the regime brings cameras in to kind of you know broadcast this execution to basically tell people that if you um, do what this man did, this is going to be your end. And what does um, what does um, you know Father Miguel Pro do? He um, He actually, you know, raises his hands in front of the firing squad and says, Viva Cristo Rey, long live um, Lord Jesus Christ. And obviously he's fired and he dies for his faith. Um, Maybe some of us may not have to go through it, may not have to, you know, stand in front of a firing squad. But, um, but recently, we had a friend um, from the parish who came over and was, was basically telling, um, you know, this man works, does hard labor, uh, and um, he, he is among other Christians um, and people of other denominations, maybe some non-believers. So he was basically telling us, just was sharing, and he was saying that, you know, like, some of my co-workers try to get me angry. They try to, you know... Um, see, they know that I'm, I'm a man of faith, and, and they try purposely, try to, you know, uh, intimidate me. But I know they are tricks, so, I, so I, I, don't, I don't fall into their temptations, you know? I, I'm always smiling, I'm, I'm always happy and joyful. Well, that's a form of a cross. You know, that's, that's raising the cross up and saying, throw anything at me, this is gonna be my response. And that is what we're all called to do um, today. Not to turn the cross into just a symbol that we put around our necks, you know, on our clothes, in our houses, but rather to truly display the power of that cross, the power to overcome sin and death. And to show that liberated, liberated, we are able to love. Love just like Jesus did all the way till the end.